All right, everybody, welcome to the first official episode of So What Now? Uh, I'm your host, Nick, and this is my co-host, Leland, alongside me. What's up, Nick? And uh, yeah, man, I think we're just going to get right into it. We did our episode zero, quote unquote, which is a little bit of an introduction to both of us. Uh, you guys can check that out over on previous episode. I'm pretty sure you can just uh, click right over. Shouldn't be too hard to get to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, how's your week been? I got a crazy story to start off with. <laughs> yeah, it's been hectic with the hurricane and everything coming in. Um, I'll let you do, t- tell your story or whatever, how your, your week's been. And then uh, I'll tell you a little uh, catch up on what I've been going through the last week and Actually, last two weeks because we recorded a week and a half ago. But yeah, go for all it. All right, so uh, all right, so essentially, it was literally earlier today, a couple hours ago. Uh, today's Friday. Yeah, today's Friday. Uh, I was walking my dog, and uh, you know, I just take him, you know, around the neighborhood where I live at, and everything. Um, took him out, and uh, we're walking down this library. Um, you know, the public library that I have for the town, town, and out of the corner of my eye, and like a little ledge on the library, um, like in be- like kind of like huddled in between some bushes and all that, I see a book, and I didn't read the title right off the back, so I was just like, oh, it's like, you know, it's just a book, Somebody, someone probably forgot to return it properly, or they just left it there, uh, maybe they're coming back, whoever. Um, and then I turn my head, and I look at it, and it says, Satanic Bible, so I'm like, <laughs> oh! Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and at this point, I'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit. Like, that's 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 literally not something you see every day. Um, so, and dog, like, I'm not even joking. I look at it, and the more I look at it, the more I get tempted to pick it up and read it. Like, it was just one of those things that you can't explain. It just felt so weird and like you're just intrigued by it. It's just it's it's a satanic Bible. You, you you like you shouldn't touch it, but you really want to. It's one of those things. Right, right. And it was too like it was so weird, and oh, man, I, I I didn't know, I don't know how to react, so I kind of just like I kind of like screamed on the inside a little bit, but then I like walked away, so I left it there. I didn't touch it, obviously. I didn't want to, <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I'm the kind of person to believe in like energies and like I'm yeah, I, yeah. I believe in God personally. Um, I I didn't want any part of that, so yeah, I kind of just walked away. So that was a little crazy. That was by see. your library right there. Yeah, dude, it's like two <laughs> blocks away from where I live, and it's just like, bro. This is right here. Yeah, if you ever try to get into the Satanic Bible, you know exactly where to go now. <laughs> Imagine, like, see it on the news, like, later this week. It's like, oh, found a uh, fucking dead in a basement with uh, 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 the upside-down star etched in blood or something. Like, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, Damn, man. bro. That would be crazy. I texted my friends about it too. <laughs> my one friend was like, "Yeah, bro, you should have touched it. Like, not even don't read it, but like touch it. You know, you could get scoop powers out of it or something." <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's my Friday. That's fuck. Um, that's just Friday alone. Friday alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> casual Friday. <laughs> God. But yeah, man. Fucking. What was it? I started school on Wednesday and two days ago. How's that going? So that's been. That's been fun. Uh, being back on campus is actually really interesting. Uh, since I kind of lost the whole year last year because of COVID and everything. Mm. After it, does it feel nice online. to be on campus or, or do you prefer it, it online? It feels nice, but like at the same time, it also feels kind of different. Because like for a long time, it felt like online 
was like the end all be all you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we were gonna stay locked inside forever so now kind of being back outside and coming back to the quote-unquote reality of like being in person again just feels like we oh like we we kind of made it through you know what i mean yeah 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 i bet and it feels trying weird. To get things it does it definitely does you know just kind of see people it feels a little different because everyone's wearing a mask mm-hmm. and like you know kind of keeping to themselves a little bit more but i mean overall things seem pretty pretty chill overall the same i guess you could say that's cool um, but definitely it is like a new experience like a new new experience you know and like my friends that i've talked to they said you know after being online for a whole year it feels kind of strange to be back on campus too like they're back in the groove because they were there before but as for me you know it, it all kind of feels completely new yeah so, no i get that I, I mean my school's all online from the jump that's what i wanted to do i didn't want to be on campus because i wanted to keep working and stuff and not have to jump between going to school on a campus wherever the campus may be and then driving all the way back and going to work and i just preferred the whole online thing yeah 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 definitely man um but i think that you know the whole being online ex- uh experience is kind of like i guess you say kind of downplayed in a sense the the education that i would have received because mm-hmm. my school prides itself on like being like hands-on you know and like really getting you into the down and dirty of what the job is going to be like uh, okay okay so it kind of like they were short selling themselves through the online because you couldn't you know for as much as a computer's great you can't simulate you know hands-on work yeah with a computer so yeah so yeah i mean I'm, like my it'll, my stuff's all computer stuff it's all programming so like me doing online stuff is not as tricky as like what you do where you need a little bit more hands-on like me getting hands-on is me using a computer and i do that to do school so if I need to install certain programs, I can. The only downside to... The only thing that I don't like about the whole online schooling thing is if I need one-on-one or I want to talk to a professor or whatever, I'd rather talk face-to-face than, like, send emails back and forth because things can get lost in translation. or Even, like, audio and video calls, things still get lost in translation or you got to schedule appointments, whereas, like, if you're on campus and, you know, like... Like, say you're in, in biology class you want to talk to your biology teacher... You can, like, like class ends, you wait, like, a few minutes, all the, the your classmates leave, and then you just sit there for a second, and you walk up to the teacher at the end of class and say, hey, you know, I'm having these problems or whatever, can can we go over this? It's a little bit more, um, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for, but it's, like, a little bit more personal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean, where it's, like, you kind of, it's, like, you feel the, I don't want to sound, like, corny, but, like, the connection between mm-hmm. like your you and your professor mm-hmm. while being in person because like you actually physically see them you're physically talking to them as yeah. opposed to just talking to a screen in a sense you know what i mean yeah i mean working from home and school from home is great i'm glad that it's a thing especially throughout the whole pandemic so right. even though the world as a whole kind of like was put on pause we could still do what we had to do but right. i don't know <sighs> yeah it's but you know this is kind of like I guess this is like a corny transition, but uh, this is why we made the podcast, you know, to where it's like we can explore ideas like this to where it's like, yeah, we went from, you know, having everything be on pause and being online to now it's like we're coming back in. But now we know about all this technology like we have, like, you know, Zoom's pretty much exploded in popularity. Oh, yeah. The pandemic. Um, all of the new um, I know certain schools have made their own like um, video, like Zoom uh, copies, clones and all that. I know my school does. Um uh, the program they use is called WebEx. I don't know if anyone else uses it. Um, I've heard of it. My school uses that. 
and then I'm sure there's a bunch of other schools and programs and all that. Yeah. So. You know what I never understood? I mean, I don't uh, stick with the school thing real quick, and, and you said with the whole Zoom, I never understood why bigger schools like, uh, I mean, like DeVry, DeVry's fairly big. I'm not a big fan of DeVry, even though I go to DeVry, but like, like maybe Rutgers when they were doing online classes, why not make a huge Discord server? And then, because like in Discord servers, when you join, um, I don't know how many Discord servers you've been in, but when you join Discord servers, you're able to like pick your roles in the servers and like you get certain permissions so you only see certain things. So like say for example, um, for me, if like DeVry had a, um, a Discord server for online classes, I can go in and then I pick the role of my major and then I pick the roles of a couple of the things so that the school knows what classes that I need to be in and this and that and then in each what's it called in, in the server in the sort like the entire server um i'm only allowed access to the certain parts of the server that are my classes so i can go in and then there's like the group chats and then there's like maybe one-on-one -on -one chats and there's a lot of text chats you can share files and stuff like that i never understood why no one decided to try and use discord or maybe they didn't i it just wasn't working properly but i never ever ever since the beginning of the pandemic heard anybody in the, like the school realm try to use discord like there's like every video game company and community whether it's from the developers or from the community themselves do discord servers and they're immensely popular and they work phenomenally honestly that that actually sounds like a really cool idea um, I guess I could be kind of like your pitch <laughs> if yeah. schools start listening to us and stuff. Like, hey, so hey, use Discord. <laughs> you heard it here first. So what now? <laughs> Discord, please sponsor us. <laughs> that would be really cool, though. I mean, that, I could definitely see that as an idea that would like take shape um, the more we transition to that kind of thing, where I feel like not only colleges, but like public schools would pick up on that idea to where it's like, um, the whole school would be like a big discord server. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like you get certain permissions based on like, you know, your grade level and then your classes and then what you have and all that. And you can use like the different tools and permissions that discord will allow you. And I'm sure that, you know, yeah. as for it getting more attention, they would develop a lot more things that would be, you know, school friendly to where they could start picking up on that. And then that could be a thing that gets the ball rolling all in of its own. Yeah. So that could definitely be really cool for the rollout that would be cool yeah uh, not to go into it, uh, it, it even more so but like i remember like in the beginning with zoom people were just joining random school zoom calls and stuff yeah that also <laughs> that does funny. happen with discord but it, you can get certain moderators and certain like um what's the word i'm looking for almost like bots to counteract that you know um there's a lot of uh not trying to jump subjects, but like a lot of um, stock channels and 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 um, investing channels, like you see on YouTube, they have their own uh, Discord channels, Discord servers, excuse me, that you can only gain access to is if you pay their like their their Patreon at a certain level, then like they have a part of their team or they reach out like through an email with a code or whatever so that you can gain access to their discord server with all of the perks along with the discord server um making it so that people who don't pay for it can't get in and people who do pay for it can get in you know what i mean mm -hmm. i don't know it's definitely something that they should have thought about or, or tried if they didn't but again i don't have any in with the school um yeah i mean 
I would say it's mostly because of schools and, you know, all public school systems are run by people that, you know, didn't grow up with this technology or they're not yeah. too acquainted with it. So that's probably I'm, I'm, what I think would be a good reason why as to why they didn't think about it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's that. That's what's been going on there. Um, how about that new Shang-Chi movie? Oh, the Marvel movie? Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't seen really anything on it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't really been paying attention. I watched Loki. I watched the whole season, the first season of Loki. I'm, that was really good. Really? Yeah, yeah I really like that. I haven't managed to check it out yet, mostly because I don't have Disney Plus. But it's um, good. It's definitely worth a watch if you can get access to Disney Plus. I like the, the I like the actor. I like the character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I like that it like pulled into the whole multiverse. It like really stretches into the the multiverse. I mean, I won't right. talk about it too much because you. I mean, you haven't seen it. And I'm not trying to be right. a spoiler hound right. or nothing. I mean, but. for me, it's like I've read some of the comics, so I know some of the continuity. There's a lot of like storyline and plot and continuity that goes into these things when they're drawing them up for the comics. And I'm sure they're trying their best to like really adopt that into the the live action shows and all that. So yeah, it's pretty I cool. Mean, I'm, I'm I'm I was pretty excited. I I want season two to come out, but what I read was not till early 2023. So oof, yeah, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah, whatever. I'm still waiting on The Witcher Season 2, bro. Oh, dude, that was a good show. Season no, that, that's I, a show I really liked. Bro, I can't... I That was such a... They did such a good job. But... Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> what else has been going on? Oh, crypto market. Dude, there's uh some interesting things going on in the market right now. What are you seeing? Uh, well, as of recently, I'm pretty sure the market's been, uh, rolling up. Um, let me pull up my chart right now. Yeah, Bitcoin broke 50k again. Uh, Ethereum's well on its way to hit break four. If it didn't already, oh, it did. Yeah, I'll pull it up too real quick. Yeah. I haven't really Ethereum's paid attention. Well I know that NFTs are exploding. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, the whole NFT market's pretty much in a, in a big, like a huge gold rush right now for which NFTs are going to blow up and which ones aren't. Yeah, it's like um, the most bullish market ever for NFTs right now. Yeah, and so many people get into it, which is which is just, which is great, which is probably the reason why it's doing so well. Um, because like like average Joes will go in and like like we'll use Safeman as an example, not to keep plug it Safeman that we talked about it last episode. Or, um, but um, like if like on Reddit, I'll every once in a while see some will go and just make an NFT of like diamond hand a diamond hands trading card nft that's got like holographic design on it and the card spins and it's got some moving parts to it and shit like it's cool and and like something small like that and and even all the way up to i was when i was getting um tattooed on when was it i want to say it was the last time when when i went to go get uh on the 30th uh, the the artist and and one of the other artists they were talking while he, i was getting tattooed and he was like they were talking about NFTs and how they were blowing up, and I remembered hearing that, like, literally the day before, I was watching a video, um, and the guy in the video was saying how the the artist, Tory Lanez, he made um, he made an album, and he sold it as an NFT exclusive. He made a million uh, copies of the album, and that was it, no more than a million. And within 57 seconds of him releasing it, it sold out. All million copies of the nft sold in in 57 seconds i'm dead ass less than that less than a minute wow 
Yeah, and and people who invested into it, not bought them, but people who invested into it. I mean, I might be wrong. It might have been the people who bought into it. Um, but I heard that it almost 36x their money or some crazy shit like that. I mean, I could be wrong with the numbers, but what I, the video I was watching, the guy said he so, it sold out in 57 seconds, and people who invested into it 30x, 36x their money. No, that's ridiculous. NFTs, bro. That's why they're blowing up. That's insane. Just imagine that. Like, yeah, and I've no, I've seen a, a good handful of videos on um, TikTok and Twitter um, and Instagram and all that talking about all these new ones that are coming out. But just, you know, it's it's pretty much like a guessing game to see which one's going to blow up and which one's going to be like, you know, one of the strongholds that really sits the test of time. Like, I've heard of a lot of people buying, you know, NFTs anywhere from like five, ten, fifteen dollars $15. But then flipping them and make like fucking 10 grand, 20 grand off of like one. Yeah, it's so it, it's definitely it, it, NF, the NFT space is it's such a spot right now. It's like it's the same. It's almost it's almost the same to me as like the the DeFi cryptocurrencies because so many of them keep popping up and so many of them end up being rug pulls, sadly. But it's just like there's a lot of people making a lot of money off these DeFi coins because as soon as it gets released, before the blow up happens, like before the rug pull happens, they throw in a whole bunch of money into it. It blows up and then they pull out as the rug pull is happening you know what i mean yeah yeah i gotta fucking it's oh man it's ridiculous so yeah man it's it's definitely one of those things where you have to do your own research like heavy research into it to make sure you know what you're getting into type of thing because you know you you could buy into something and you could be like oh man this thing's gonna you know flip for so much or this community is really gonna hold out through everything but you know could end up crashing and burning or it could make you something you know tens of thousands of dollars so really it's you know you got to take your own look into it you got to do your own due diligence you got to get in there um and to emphasize again we are not financial advisors by any stem of the word please do not take our advice <laughs> we are just two guys sitting here talking about this because we think it's cool all right yeah that's cool. very important to keep in mind because we like like we said in that last episode it's just something that we got into and that piques our interest and stuff so we can end up keep talking about it so don't get mad if we tell you over and over and over again not to take what we say as financial advice at all please yeah but um jumping subjects um i decided to 100% take that job at the tattoo shop oh you're gonna take the job yeah i start on the 20th when i come back from hilton head Awesome, man, dude. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be an, an adventure for you, bro. You're gonna have wild stories all the time. Yeah, I'm excited. He's he's gonna train me on a bunch of different shit, and then after I get all trained up and confident enough to do piercings and run the front of the shop for him, I'll be making some pretty good money. So I just gotta get. I had I I just can't do this liquor store anymore. I can't work there. It's too much stress. It's it's nothing but a defeating job. It just feels defeating every time I walk in the place. I know what you mean. It's it's tough to deal with things like that, you know, where it's like the whole case of like the quote unquote dead end job. Mm-hmm. You know, those those things are true, right? And they they kind of reign more, you know, the older we get to where yeah. it's like you see what everyone was talking about, where it's like, oh, yeah, that job's not going to go anywhere. Well, yeah, it was good for a start, but, you know, it's only a stepping stone yeah. to where you really want to go type of thing. Yeah, so. it kept me afloat. That way I wasn't broke, you know what I mean? I had money to spend. I was saving some money. I can pay off my bills for sure but you know yeah get, that's the kind of thing this. you want to worry about in your you know early mid-20s and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm getting to this point where, like, I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm really, really, really wanting to move out, and I've been talking to a couple different people about it, so I get this job and put a little bit of the money in my pocket, you know, saving up a little bit so that I can actually move out. That's kind of the goal right now. Sure. Oh, speaking of real estate and moving out and all that kind of stuff, well, I mean, not real estate exactly, but just to change uh, subjects again, um, I've been looking into a lot. Um, there's a, I, don't, I guess you could say it's a fairly old model of, um, I guess, real estate, I guess you could say, like a plant, real estate plan. Um, but I'm looking at this thing called um, Airbnb arbitrage. And I didn't do too much research into it. I'm still kind of, you know, getting my head around the, the, the topics and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's a really cool way that people are taking advantage of Airbnb in the real estate market right now. Um, and essentially what they're doing is kind of like they're, they're buying a house, but like a lucrative house and like in a really nice area. So like for us, we'd be like down by the beach. Okay. Um, and then they get like certain permits for it. They get certain loans or certain paperwork. Um, and then they can put it on Airbnb. And then by listing that out, you know, they're charging people, you know, for these really nice like beachfront, you know, like close to the beach, not exactly beachfront, but, you know, kind of like on the beach town uh, properties. And, you know, they're charging people anywhere from like two to three hundred a night. Right. And by that point, you're you're pulling back. You know, if you rent the whole thing out for a whole month, you know, let's say 30 days at 200 a night and every single day is booked up. You know, let's let's be optimistic here. You know, you're walking away with six grand. Yeah. And mortgage. Yeah, and for a mortgage that, you know, you could get really approved for, you know, a mortgage wouldn't rise anything above, like, you know, 2000 maybe 2500 you know, at, like, the higher end. So you're yeah. still walking away with, like, three grand. Even if you, like, cut down expenses, you're still walking away, like, two point five. Yeah. So huh. that's that was just something that I've been looking into and I think is really cool and honestly something I want to research more into. I'm intrigued um, now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because, I mean, everyone says it, and I've seen it a lot recently to where it's like if you really want to make, like, big money, like, you want to build wealth for yourself and, you know, for the family that you want to, like, have and the family that you want to help, you need to get into the real estate game because that's where, like, the big money is. Yeah, that's what people, I hear. People don't know exactly the value of a property, and the reason they made it so confusing was that so people, you know, could kind of be X'd out of that. Yeah. Right. So they could kind of keep the wealth to themselves and keeping everybody out. It's like, yeah, you know, buy a home, but now you're in debt because of that home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I hear is is real estate's probably the, the the smartest thing to keep growing your long term wealth. Yeah, dude, and it's a lot, honestly. And there's um there's a lot that people wouldn't think about. Like you have money just by owning a home, you know, where it's like a lot yeah. of people, you know, just pay rent. They rent an apartment or they rent a room, you know it would be much smarter for you to put a loan down on a house because the more you start paying down that house, the more you have equity, right? Mm-hmm. And for when the time comes, or if you want to, you know, if you want to sell the house or if you want to uh, move out, if you want to do something to that property, you now have that money down, right? So then when you go, okay, so let's say, I'm going to try to explain this video that I watched. Um, the way equity works, is let's say you buy a house for $150,000, right? You get a loan from the bank. Um, you set up a mortgage plan and all that, and your payments are, let's say they're fucking twelve hundred a month, right? Okay. You're doing pretty good, right? So then you're paying twelve hundred a month every month, and let's say you pay a full year's worth. So that's what around fourteen thousand in a year. Fourteen. So then yeah, let's about. say, yeah. So let's say then that you decide to go and sell your house uh, for the same amount of money, right? Okay. So the house was 150 grand, 
um, and you already put down that 14000 By selling the house at the same price, you kind of get the difference that you already paid out. Huh. Right, so that fourteen grand then belongs to you. So you get a a huge check for fourteen grand because you own that house and you sold it for the same for the same amount. Now, the way the real estate market actually works is that houses actually appreciate or depreciate in value over time. So depending on uh, your surroundings, so like your your I forgot what the word is um, environment. Yeah, your environment and like how I guess you could say how pretty everything looks. I'm not good with vocabulary as of right now but i'm trying my best here um the schools the school system that it belongs to um how people around you are kind of living uh so like the overall household income also has to do with it um just a lot of factors that kind of go into it would appreciate the house more or less depending on those factors right Mm -hmm. so if you're living in a really nice neighborhood the house that you bought that was let's say you know a really nice house would be like what half a mil the house would now be worth like six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, because it appreciated over time. Right. So then you're walking away with you know an extra hundred grand, two hundred grand in your pocket just by owning that house for a little bit, and you sold it at you know a pretty decent price just because the house went up in value. Yeah. So imagine that, like you owned a house for a year, and then you were like, I don't want to do this anymore, and you sold it, but it was more. So you walked away with two hundred grand by living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that was just something interesting I learned, and I thought it was really cool, honestly. Yeah, um, I have. I personally haven't been paying attention too much of of real estate and stuff. I know it's it's like a huge, um, huge thing in in the investing world and in in growing finances for yourself, or even like if you own a company on the side, you do like real estate stuff through the company if you can, if you have that ability, and you just grow your finances for said company through your different real estates you got it's definitely something i want to get into i don't have the money to do that (laughs) for sure yeah but come the time i'm definitely going to be all over the real estate shit you know oh for sure yeah it just it takes time you need a plan you know you need to think of like your own um strategies and you know key things that you want to highlight for yourself Mm -hmm. because all this stuff takes determination like you're not gonna get the first house that you look at like the first house that you set your eyes on it's not gonna be your first contract you know it's not gonna be the first house that you buy oh yeah it takes a multitude of chances for you to be like okay this is gonna be the one and we're gonna do this and then you finally get that contract signed and that house is yours yeah so yeah dude it's there's there's a lot to get into when it comes to all this and Again, not to sound corny, but it's the whole reason why we started this podcast. Just, you know, kind of bring this information out here yeah. and to really share it because this is a learning experience for us as it is for everyone else. Yeah. All right. This, this, this jump topics real quick because it literally yep. happened two days ago. How you doing with the storm, bro? Oof. The fucking uh, hurricane. All of yeah, Cranford got it, shut down because of the flooding. I heard. Um me personally i'm okay it was just really almost in a sense like traumatizing to see like how bad the streets got because literally i've only seen it once before where the street was like literally like a river like there was so much water that you couldn't see the street anymore and actually in front of my house on, on that night of the storm there was a car i'm pretty sure his like his radiator or his battery or something must have gotten wet because this car was literally like smoking and he was just stranded, like, in the middle of the street. He was literally, like, floating. Yeah, he probably his floated car his car. Floating. Yeah. So, 
you literally have to sit there and wait and you know you see these like big trucks kind of like steamrolling through everything and pushing the water to the side and just you know the rain just kept coming and just dude it was bad our basement got flooded too oh damn I, yeah my, i was pretty good i'm uphill uh where my house is so my house is fine the neighbor's tub pump was on so that the basement didn't flood which was great and again we're uphill so my car um took no damage um I was at work actually when it started raining. I was driving to work. They had me come in, and it started raining pretty bad on my way in. And they're like, "Yo, you're gonna drive. You're gonna do deliveries today." I said, "Okay, fuck me. I gotta go home and put boots on because it's fucking wet outside." So I went home. I put three deliveries in my car. I went home. I put my boots on. I had to wrap my tattoo because I didn't need to get it soaked. And I left my house and I went and I took one of the three deliveries. By the time I got to the house. The rain was coming down so heavily. Um, sorry. The rain was coming down so heavily that, like, you barely could see, like, across the street at some points. Um, so I took, I, I, get, I pull up to the person's house, I take the delivery out, I fucking drop it off, I make sure the, the, the person gets it, whatever, I get back in the car. And I was outside for, I'm not kidding you, three minutes. When I got back in the car, you would have thought I was standing in the shower. Just under the water. Yeah, it was that bad. So I had two more to take. I said, fuck this. I drove back to the store. I'm not driving in this. I'm soaked. I had to get my sweatshirt because I wasn't wearing a t-shirt. Like, I, I refused. Like, I was like, I'm not going to be soaked this whole time. I get back to the store. The rain picks up. It's there's even more water in the roads. It's coming down even harder. I'm standing there. I'm, I'm like refusing to take it. I said, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this." I said, "The car's all wheel drive, but I'm still not doing it. I, it. It's not worth it, you know." So I ended up working in the store for a couple hours. Fast forward to like, I want to say it was like 7:30, ish. Flash flood warnings constantly popping up on the phone. I was texting back and forth with my mom. She was like, "There's a tornado watch, in Jersey," and I was like, yeah. "All right, this and that." more flash flood warnings i get a tornado warning i said oh great not is it it's not a watch anymore it's a warning because the tornado did land it there was a tornado in jersey destroyed a whole bunch of homes yeah so i'm like i'm not freaking out because like i'm like whatever but i'm like yo i don't want to be in this fucking store i want to go home i'm not gonna get stuck in a store so i was like mad and there was nobody was coming to the store um me, me and another coworker, we end up we're watching it. We're watching the rain come down. We're looking at the front door, where the store is. It's it's it's, it's at a T's intersection, right? And yeah. we're on the main road part of the T intersection. They closed the 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 road coming like from the liquor store going away from it. The the the, the long part of the T, I guess. Um, and when because they closed it because it's an underpass and it kind of goes down a little bit. But yeah, I guess the bridge. water was yeah, yeah. yeah the, the train tracks go over it. I guess mm-hmm. the water get got so high they closed the road because, you know, like you, you try driving through it, you wouldn't know that it was there until you started going, and then by the time you realized the water was so high, your car's gonna stall. So the cops were there. They closed the road. I was like, yo, I'm going home. I don't care what you say. Fire me if you want. I said, I'm going home. I'm not sleeping in this liquor store. So I got home, right? Rain's still getting worse. The the wind's picking up, shit. I get home. I'm safe, you know? It took me forever because I had to go, like, back roads and around different ways because of the, the flooding and the closed roads and this and that. 
I get home, so I start texting a couple different friends of mine just to make sure they're all right. My buddy uh, who bought a house recently, um, I know that when he bought the house, it's in a flood zone, so they made him get flooders insurance until they build up these, like, like floodgate walls almost. Um, yeah. So I shot him a text to see how he was doing over there. Um, I text uh, my buddy Dave across town. Uh, text my buddy Eric, who I don't know where he was. Either he was in town or he was in, uh, he was with his girlfriend. Found, turns out he was with his girlfriend. Um, my buddy who the, the new homeowner buddy of mine, he said he doesn't know how bad it is because he's in Maryland from work. I said, oh shit! I say you talk to your wife because she was home. He's like, yeah. She's like, it's not that bad when I talked to her because I talked to him right after he talked to her. Yeah. He hits me up. Hours and hours later, like midnight, he had talked to her again. The house was flooded. He sent me a picture that a neighbor, his neighbor sent him of his house the next morning. His house is a little elevated. It's like I don't know, three feet off the ground. It's yeah. The water is up to the, at least like an inch above the bottom of his front door. Are you um, for real? He, on his Snapchat today, he's like ripping up all his hardwood floors because it's all fucked up. His motorcycles were in the garage. They're all, like, that's totaled. His car was parked, like, he's got a car and a company truck he drives. His car is what my car is. It's the Hyundai version of mine. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what his is, but it's, I have the Kia Forte, so it's the Hyundai version. It's identical. The water was, like, above the windows, like, the bottom part of the windows. So the car's totaled. Are you? Damn. Uh, dead ass. I'll send you the picture in a few. Um, so the car's totaled. Um... And he's like, he's obviously he's mad because new homeowner and this and that. And then my buddy Dave gets back to me. I was like, how you doing with the rain? He lives on the second floor. He's like, terrible. I was like, what the fuck? Why so bad? I was like, I get it's it's bad out, but I didn't expect it to be that bad over by him. Like like water wise, he's on the second floor. He said he said his car's total. I said, what do you mean? He sends me a picture. I'll send you this picture too. His car, his car was almost completely underwater. His motorcycle next to that, completely underwater. He's He calls the insurance company yesterday and, and body shops and stuff to, to get quotes and this and that to see the damages for his car. Oh, all his vehicles, really. He said the insurance company said the car's totaled. Like, it's, it's not repairable, essentially. It's like it's like a Katrina car now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I was like, I hope your truck works. I was like, what do they say about the truck? He's like, we don't know yet. He's like, they're still doing what they got to do to figure it all out. I was like, oh my god. I, I'm so glad I live uphill, bro. That's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, man. I, I'll send you those pictures in a little bit so you can see what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Dude, it's, it's bad. It, yeah, dude, this storm hit everybody really bad. And, like, I know... I, know, I feel kind of terrible for this now, but... During, uh, yeah, I was actually yesterday, yesterday morning, um, everyone was posting all the memes and all the jokes, um, about the storm. Um, some, some people, some guys were like, oh, come to my pool party, bro. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, bro, we've always wanted a pool in the backyard. Said, the whole, like, backyard is, like, flooded. <laughs> Dead so, ass, yeah, yeah but I mean, wild. it's, yeah, dude, our, honestly, my my thoughts and condolences go out to anybody and everybody that was affected uh, really hard by the storm because I know I have certain family members that like I know my my uncle's basement got like completely flooded. He pretty much lost all his stuff. He lives in a basement, so all of his stuff was pretty much ruined because of the because of the flooding. Yeah. So right now he's in a tough spot and it's just dude, it's it's bad. 
Yeah, it just, it just, I can't believe, uh, we haven't seen water that bad here in Jersey, and then along with the tornado, tornadoes never come to Jersey, we haven't seen water that bad since, um, what was it, Irene? Yeah, I want to say Irene, and then there was, before that was Sandy. Yeah. I don't know, both of those really messed us up. Yeah, Sandy was bad, that was forever ago, but Irene was a couple years back, but that was pretty bad. Yeah. I know for me personally, Sandy, Sandy was really impactful because it was the first time I was like, what? I was like 12? So I was still, I was still in uh, elementary school. I was in fifth grade, I think. Yeah, um, Sandy was a long time ago. My, my father still owned the tattoo shop. It was, right, it was right after they bought the first tattoo shop. Oh, that's crazy. He like, they like redid the whole like interior, and Sandy hit, and then he had to go back and redo the whole interior again. Damn. Mm -hmm. Dude, that, that must have been bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's bad. Oof. Yeah, it's just crazy to think like you know things like that are happening nowadays and they're happening pretty often and this is just the beginning of hurricane season supposedly yeah um i think people are saying there's gonna be another one uh sometime before september ends i hope so, we don't get hit too hard again people can't yeah we're, i mean we're, we're gonna see how it goes it just you know depends on how mother nature's feeling yeah right <laughs> she's been pissed off recently you're telling me All right, man. So I think that's uh, that's about gonna wrap it up for today's episode. Yeah, I hope you good. guys enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, honestly, we covered a lot. We were, we were a little all over the place today. Were we? <laughs> we're always all over the place. What are you talking about? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this installment of So What Now. I know that it wasn't exactly what we were talking about, but I hope that you guys kind of got something out of it and learned a little bit, uh, whether it was from the the little bit that we talked about crypto. Or a little bit that we talked about the real estate, or a little bit that we talked about the storm, or anything else. Honestly, we're here for your guys' enjoyment, and uh, like I keep saying, this is all learning experience. So, uh, hey man, hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. This is us signing off.